This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Welcome back to Kelly and Company. Ramia Muth and Kelly McDonald, host of the show. I, I've always thought of um, parrots and things like that more when it comes to personality than guinea pigs, hamsters, and stuff. But ah. you say your hamster had personality. Oh, man. How did you know? What kind? So much sass. So much sass. <laughs> I swear, we're only, it's almost like we only describe personality when it's sassy. Sass. You know True. what I mean? True. Right? Like, oh, he's so stubborn. He won't eat his food. So much personality. But yeah, my mom's parakeet or cockatiel. She's got personality for days. <laughs> well, it makes the greatest noises. I remember when you were uh, over there and, and stuff like that, and we'd hear, and it was just like, <laughs> oh, wow. I, I think you're right. It's really interesting you say that about personality because, or we're thoughtful. You know, yeah. if you're, ah, he, he takes his yeah. time. He's diligent. Yeah, he takes or, care of me when, he, when I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very interesting what things we classify when it comes to that, especially <laughs> with pets, as to, you know, oh, he has a personality. <laughs> you know, and you say that. Yeah. It's like everybody knows, oh, I know what that means. Well, we have no idea because it could mean anything, right? Right. But it's such a funny thing. We start imaging. Folks, it's time to chat about the world of health and wellness with Francis Wong. Hello, I'm Frances Wong, and I invite you to join me as we explore topics of health and wellness so that you can make the best choices for you to live an informed and radiant life. Fall is just a couple of days away, coming up on September 22nd. And to be honest with you, it's not easy shifting gears as the days start getting shorter and turning colder. Frances, welcome back to the program. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Kelly? feeling excellent thank you and i love it i'm a a person who enjoys the fall i love this time of the year so today we're going to talk about some things that we can do as we slide into autumn to take care and look after our health yeah i love the long days of summer but sometimes i find the heat can really get to me especially if we're going through some heat waves draining Mm -hmm. for sure Yes, yes. And while I don't enjoy the shorter and colder days of fall, I do like the fact that the weather is almost perfect this time of year. And this is, of course, when the fall harvest is arriving. And with that, we have our pumpkin pies and mm-hmm. other fall favorites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we're not here to reminisce about our favorite comfort foods yet, but um, <laughs> let's talk about the weather since that's also a favorite topic for many. Um, did you guys see that global news article last month with the headline? That said, nearly half of Canadians pay more attention to the weather than their payday. Wow. I know we talk about it the most every day, multiple times, or are certainly turning <laughs> to our smart payday. devices. What a comparison, though. No, well, I didn't see the article, but I could believe it. And it's funny because we can't do a thing about either one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So while we may not be swimming out in the lakes and oceans as the water temperatures have dropped, it's still nice enough out during the daylight hours to get outside. If we have kids, they're back to school. And if we're working, we're likely to be back from vacation or at least from some time off. What are some of the things that either of you like to do outdoors in the fall? Walk. Walk, walk, walk. All the walks I can get in uh, during the fall months. I love it. Like around Labor Day, it really starts for me where instead of just one walk a day or trying to uh, catch the best weather at the the, right at the start of the day, like 8 a.m. or so, um, I try to squeeze in as many walks as possible. Because like you, Francis, I love how crisp it feels outside. 
I love the mix of things, walking, like you said, bike riding. I love sitting there and watching a, a sports, baseball or something like that outside, uh, or, or just reading a book outside. Much more in the fall, getting into the cold. I, I prefer that. Love it. Mm, yeah, it's much more comfortable. Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I personally love going on drives to admire the changing color of the leaves. And also, like you, Ramya, I like doing fall hikes. And since Labor Day, we've likely established somewhat of a new routine. But if you haven't gotten it down or you want to tweak your routine to optimize your health, here are some things that you can do. So this is a great opportunity to take advantage of the comfortable weather to be outdoors in nature okay. before it turns too cold. Um, but And then we end up hibernating inside. So I also love this time of year because it means less bugs and mosquitoes. <laughs> and <laughs> <For sure. laughs> We may have slowed down a bit since summer, but we want to make sure that we maintain or get back into a fitness routine or physical activity while still enjoying the outdoors. And if you didn't get a chance to do so over the summer, it's a great time to try camping or forest bathing, which we discussed a couple of months ago. This time of year will bring different experiences with leaves crunching underfoot and different smells in the air. Some of the summer activities we talked about last summer can still be done outdoors in the fall. Things like what you'd said, uh, Kelly, like cycling. There's also running or bird watching or bird listening and even yoga and dance. The important point is to be physically active since studies have shown that being outdoors can help with relieving anxiety, stress and depression and boosting overall mood. Nice. Very, very nice. And I think you put something else in there that I didn't didn't mention, just smelling that wonderful air as the leaves fall, as things change, and it goes from that sweet, wonderful, coolish air, beautiful smell, to sometimes more of that dead smell that is, that is autumn. Um, but let's get back to the topic at hand. One of the things you mentioned also, speaking of depression, are there things we can do to help stave this off during the dark and colder months? Yes, absolutely. We talked about seasonal affective disorder last year and how this is related to the changing of the seasons and the shorter days. With days getting shorter and there being less sunlight, we'll want to keep our vitamin D levels high, which not only will help with our mood, but it will also help boost our immune system. Mm -hmm. In addition to taking vitamin D, we can look into acquiring a light therapy box, which can help us with our mood. And if the listeners missed it or want to listen again, they can go back to the January 2021 archives where we dove deeper into seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, and you're mentioning uh, vitamin D and the immune system. It's much easier to get sick, I find, when the weather is fluctuating and we don't always know how to dress uh, based on, you know, we go outside now, it's one thing, and then a couple hours later it might be a whole different scenario. What other tips do you have for boosting the immune system? Well, the physical activity that I mentioned is definitely one thing to maintain um, both our mental and physical health. And then we can look into some other important things like sleep. We've discussed the importance of sleep on past shows with adults aiming to get seven to nine hours every night. And it's not just the number of hours though, um, or the really, I don't know who has the luxury of nine hours a night. <laughs> not <laughs> I. Yeah, we should aim for a regular schedule. So we're not going to bed at 1030 on a weeknight and then staying up till 2 or 3 a.m. on the weekends, even if we're sleeping the same number of hours per night. In the old days, before people had watches and clocks, people would get up with the sun and go to sleep when the sun went down. And this is nature's way of assisting us in keeping our circadian rhythm or the sleep-wake pattern over 24 hours consistent. Wow, you you really think about in the winter time, how much sleep potentially be in that old, in that time beforehand you would be getting. Wow. 
Um, sleep is important for good health, but so is our diet. What kinds of food should we be moving away from or moving towards when we do this transition from summer into fall? Right. Yeah. Nature is very intelligent. And I've mentioned previously on one of our segments on Ayurveda that one of the main principles of maintaining health and balance is by eating with the seasons. So summer berries and fruits like strawberries, blueberries, and peaches are all out of season, but apples and pears are late summer harvested fruits that we can enjoy. Other seasonal products at this time are eggplant, melons, figs, and corn. And as we move into late fall, good options include bananas, avocados, tomatoes, and citrus fruits like oranges and grapefruits. For vegetables, late harvest vegetables, um, late fall harvest um, includes squash, sweet potatoes, yams, and pumpkin. Healthy fats such as ghee or clarified butter and meats are good this time of year if you include these in your diet. And one of the noticeable changes is how the weather outdoors is not only cooler but drier as well. So we want warming, grounding foods. Are there certain foods that you look forward to during this fall season, either of you? Soups. Yep. Yeah, I I think that would be the thing for me. I'm not a big soup person, but I I enjoy uh, some soup during the fall. Soup is nice. I love the the vegetables that you pointed out. You can tell that you're starting to incorporate more of that starchy stuff, right? The the uh, potatoes, the yams, the squash, especially. I I love those in soups and stews. And it's funny the body knows to go to like. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, I could use some of this. I have a craving for it. It's it's that body's way of telling you, yeah, I could really use this now. Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. So remember in Ayurveda that we talked about like increases like. So what I mean by that is if it's cold outside and you eat ice cream, you're going to feel even colder. Mm-hmm. But when it's cold or cool outside, you can warm up by eating and drinking warm and spicy foods and drinks like stews, like what you said, uh, soups, uh, Kelly, uh, made out of roots, vegetables, or bone broths. I like drinking spiced teas that have licorice or ginger and cinnamon to balance out the cool dryness of the fall season. And you can also add warming spices like turmeric, which is good for anti-inflammation, as well as other spices like cumin, coriander, black pepper, and ginger in your cooking. Not only are they energetically warming, but they also aid with digestion. Isn't that interesting? Because it's true during the summer, you're not always going towards that stuff or, you know, tea in general, right? Like when we're thinking iced teas, we're not uh, thinking turmeric and stuff as much as we're thinking, I don't know, like berries and all the other things that are very summer like. And then in the winter, we naturally move towards the warmer spices and the heating spices along with our teas. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. I mean, if we didn't have grocery stores that offered every selection of choices, I think that we would naturally fall into what nature is actually calling us to do. Right. So, yeah. Is there anything that you guys do to make your home a little more cozy, knowing that you're going to be spending more time indoors? Well, clearly uh, we bring out, you know, thicker blankets and things like that, right? More throws, more of that kind of thing. Um, But I also find with the the daylight feeling less and less, I try to put more light into the house because by 5 p.m. and 4.30, you're already closing down. <laughs> and that's not, that's yeah. not always yeah. productive. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah it's, it's a really funny thing you say that because I don't think so. I, I Maybe the tea thing, 
maybe I drink more tea, but I drink generally hot drinks year round anyway. I think I used to switch over to to tea and and but some of that too is. I love the smells, the cinnamon or whatever it might be in the fall. I find, you know, very comforting. And then maybe certain foods to sit and watch, you know, a football game on a Sunday afternoon. It just always was comforting. Right. Yeah. Since we're going to be spending more time indoors and half of the year has passed in spring cleaning, I'd recommend taking the time to do some fall cleaning and organizing your closets as well. So Mm -hmm. it's a good pack away your summer clothes and while putting out your fall and winter clothing take a good look at whether there are things that you want to donate or give away and I always feel lighter after I've done some cleaning and there's no better time to get your home into good shape in preparation for the extra time that you're going to be spending indoors in the coming months and being indoors can increase our exposure to germs especially if we live and share space with others so it's a good idea to wash or wipe down communal items on a regular basis things like throw blankets on the couch that get shared door handles, light switches, remote controls, and things like that. For your own personal items of clothing, as we head into even cooler weather, this may sound obvious, but don't forget to regularly wash your gloves and mittens, scarves, hats that we may end up wearing several times a week. And while we're talking about cleaning, this is also a good time to do some seasonal maintenance like changing your HVAC air filter and replacing your fire alarm batteries. And if you don't have an air purifier, you might consider getting one since we spend so many hours indoors in the fall and winter months. Months. These things can contribute to both your health and safety. And you can also consider scenting your home naturally with an essential oil diffuser. Really quickly before we go, anything else we should consider before uh, we, sorry, to maintain our health throughout fall? Yeah, I mean, with the air being colder, um, that generally means that our skin is drier. And since our skin is the largest organ in the body and a barrier that protects us against physical injury and helps us in fighting off any bugs and allergens through our immune system, we want to take care of it. So it's important during the drier months to use some moisturizers or creams to help keep your skin smooth and to keep cracks away or from forming. And the same goes for our lips. We can use lip balms as a barrier to keep our lips from drying out. And Epsom salts are baths soaks are also a great way to relieve stress soothe your muscles and even soften your skin francis awesome advice thank you very much for bringing the subject forward we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks that's francis wong joins who joins us bi-weekly to talk wellness opposite our nutrition segment with julia Caranches here on tuesdays on kelly and company Coming up next, Revolution Her is celebrating their 12-year anniversary in style this year by breaking their own record this year um, and selecting 35 top finalists to be in the running for the 2022 Revolution Her Awards. We learn more with the founder and CEO, Maria Locker. Stand by. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.